Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And today, I hate to have to do it. I'm the one holding the scalpel. I'm going to have to save you from surgery. It really is such a daunting thing. So I've been doing triathlon, as you know, for a long, long time. Longer than Nancy Pelosi, let's put it this way. Nancy Pelosi was in elementary school when I started doing traveling. That, that's a long time. So it's been 27 years that I have been racing. I love it. I talk about it a lot because it is a, a very centering thing in my life. It gives me great joy. It gives me things to overcome. It, uh, it helps with being a goal-oriented person to have minor victories throughout the week when I'm completing workouts and actually getting across the finish line on race day. So the last race I did, it was in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and I took the ultimate gamble because I'd been having pain in my hip, and I knew exactly what it was. I knew it was a torn labrum, and I was seeing a physical therapist at the time who said, no, it's not a torn labrum. I'm like, yeah, I think it is because I'd had one about eight years ago, so I knew the feeling. But it wasn't debilitating. So I did what you do when you have a minor injury. I iced it. I took ibuprofen. I was getting treatment from a physical therapist. I was getting massages. I was doing all the things you are supposed to do that they tell you to do. Resting when I was meant to rest. Pushing it when I was meant to push. I felt pretty good going into race week. The swim, a little slower than I wanted, but it was fine. It was good. No setbacks. The bike, Faster than I expected. The bike course was long, which was really stupid, and that added unnecessary time. I don't think that course is marked properly, and I don't care who knows it. And then I got to the run. It was very hot. I've raced in some hot, hot conditions, including a couple different islands in Hawaii. I've done some races in Palm Springs, races all over the great state of California. Uh, And so this was right up there. You know, second week in September, it, it was still cooking in the uh, the low 80s. So I, I could definitely feel the heat, but I started running and I felt that pain, that searing pain when you know something is really wrong. Because there's a difference, especially if you have been doing one activity for a long, long time. If you have unfortunately been injured, you know that there's a difference between when you break a bone and when you have a light sprain. And your body has a very good way of letting you know when something is wrong. So I got that signal very early early on in the run. As you know, a half Ironman is a 2,000-meter swim, a 56-mile bike, and a 13.1-mile run. So mile one into the run, I have the pain. So I'm trying to pick up the pace a little bit, see if I can shake it off. There's no shaking. The pain is getting worse and worse. The faster I go, the more it hurts. So I walk a little bit. I run a little bit. I have all of the things at my disposal in terms of nutrition. It was getting worse and worse. So I decided, because you have to have the conversation with yourself. What are we going to do here? We're going to drop out of the race? What if nothing's wrong? And then I regret it for the next year until I race again. Uh, What if something is horribly wrong? What if I walk? 
What if I walk and I don't make the cutoff? Then I feel like a total loser because I've wasted time, I've hurt my body, and it doesn't even count as a finish. So I found the moderately happy medium, which was just running at a slow pace for 13 miles, which was painful, but it was still, I I got through the finish line. I, I don't know how. But it was my second fastest race in five years, which does not mean it was fast because the last five years I've not been racing fast because I never really came back from when I broke my foot in 2018 in terms of my run. I knew something was wrong. I went to the doctor, got an MRI, had two tears in the labrum of my hip. That's like the the lip around the socket where the ball of the femur fits in. And it seals everything shut. You also have a labrum in your shoulder. You probably have labrums all over your body that I don't even know about because I never heard about them because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physiologist. I just know uh, what a hip tear feels like. So the MRI confirmed it. I had two tears, one in the front, one in the back. Went to the hip surgeon. Really smart guy. Highly recommended. One of those people, you know, you Google like top hip surgeons in New York and his name came up, which was great. I went and saw him. He seemed really smart. And I uh, I had read on their website. So the nice thing about technology now is, one, if they have to cut you open, the cuts are very, very small. And they can do a lot with a tiny bit of wiggle room. It's not like uh, the olden days where they would uh, cut you open like a like a fish and, you know, serve you on a platter. No, you don't you don't stay in the hospital for 15 days. It's It's literally... In and out. And anyone who's had surgery can tell you it's it's shocking how fast they get you out of there, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't want to be in a hospital. But uh, the doctor said, because I had read on the website, you can get stem cell injections. You can get PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, which they extract from a vial of blood. If you've had a vampire facial, you've had it and you know it's amazing. Uh, the doctor said, no, you have a complete tear. There's no way it's going to heal on its own. We have to surgically repair it. It's not like surgery surgery. It's arthroscopic surgery. So they make two little tiny incisions and they go in with transformers and robots and G.I. Joe men and Legos and they they hook you right up. And it was it was a pretty quick window from when I saw the surgeon to when I actually got sewn up. And, you know, I was a little nervous on the morning of surgery because I was like, ah, I'm fine. This is stupid. It's dumb. I shouldn't have run. I should have known not to do this race because I was already in pain, blah, 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 all the things you say to second guess yourself. And I was listening to music. Very nice people. I have to say, at NYU, anyone who helps people before they get surgery, even if they're slightly awkward and very chatty, you were all very, very, very nice. And I appreciate your kindness. And they are so good at their jobs. So I went. And then they, uh, you're in a little gown with a little blanket and a little hat and little socks. And you have to sit there forever for like two hours. And all the time that you have to sit there, your anxiety just kind of compounds. And then you start thinking, oh my gosh, what if I'm one of those people who's allergic to anesthesia? Although I've had anesthesia before and I've been fine. And uh, finally the doctor came in and he said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I said, thank you for promising to make my run two minutes per mile faster. And he said, I never promised that. And I said, I think he did. And uh, he was very adamant that he did not promise me that. But I, I really feel like if he's a surgeon worth his salt, and if he's Googled and, and ranked that highly, that that's the least I could get out of it. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So they wheel me in and I have to tell you, I know a lot of people, a lot of people are scared of anesthesia. I don't know why, but, and maybe this is weird, I do not like the feeling of being on pills. I do not like pain pills. I don't like anything where I have to anticipate uh, what the effect might be that, that goes for weed and anything else. Not interested in it. But there's something about anesthesia that I think is great. Because when you start to fall asleep, it is the best feeling because it is so fast. And then you wake up and you're eating Jello, And that's what happened. And it's it's a beautiful thing. And I totally, this this may sound awful, and I do not encourage you to hire Dr. Conrad Murray to sing you lullabies every night. But I totally understand why Michael Jackson, who obviously had a real problem with insomnia, among other things. I understand the uh, the lure of propofol. Because I will tell you what, the second that hits your bloodstream, it is good night, Sally. And, you know, one of my biggest fears is being one of those, talk about being overly chatting, one of those people who's caught on tape under anesthesia saying really stupid things. That's my worry. That's my worry that I'm going to be just about falling asleep and I'm going to look up at the doctor and call him sugar tits. That's what I'm scared about. So don't fight it. Just give in. Go to sleep. Wake up. Have the jello. I was, I swear to you, I was out of there in four hours. And uh, this is what I've learned post, sir. I cannot believe this is my first, like, you know, I know it's arthroscopic and there's two tiny incisions, but it's the first one in 27 years of racing. That is miraculous. I will tell you, technology is miraculous. Good surgeons who use technology are miraculous. Nurses and technicians and anesthesiologists who make you feel good, they are wonderful people and they are doing the Lord's work. And they are also amazing and wonderful. Sitting on the couch by yourself doing nothing completely sucks. And I don't know how people do it. And I'm not judging you if you're a couch potato. I do not understand how you do it. Everything inside my body was telling me to get up and do things and go places. And I was not able to do that because I was strapped to an ice machine, which is also a gift from the technological gods. It takes eight ounces of water. You rent it from a company. They pour the water in. And the water lasts for a week. You put the neoprene sleeve on your body part. And it is freezing cold at the perfect temperature, but not too cold because it doesn't burn your skin. 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. That was wonderful and remarkable. The, the only good thing, the uh, two good things. The only two good things about sitting on the couch were The Crown, which, yes, I have now seen season five of The Crown in its entirety twice. And I'm not ashamed of that. Great British Baking Show also blew through that latest season, or whatever they call it. They don't call it season. They've got some British word for it, uh, expedition or something. And World Cup soccer, which has been the best thing ever. Because I always love soccer. I have a daughter named Pele. I am not ashamed to admit it. Soccer is the beautiful game. Soccer snobs are now on the majority. You guys can, you know, stop with, it's not a real sport, or you're a commie if you like soccer. Not true. I, I have enjoyed World Cup so thoroughly. 
I want to find Rob Stone and Clint Dempsey and Carly Lloyd and Jenny Taft and Alexi Lawless and everyone else on their broadcast team. And I want to hug them because they have all become my family. And I talk to them and I talk to the TV because I have watched so much soccer. And I dream about set pieces. I don't know exactly what they are quite yet. I finally figured out what caps were. But uh, World Cup soccer has been my savior. I did not engage in the pain pills. They told me to take a pain pill when I left the hospital. Like, take a pain pill tonight. It'll make you feel so much better. No, it made me feel like I was swallowed in a hole made of mud and a mud hole. I was swallowed by a mud hole and my body was heavy and it, it made my dreams really, really weird. I had a dream that Jesse Waters and I were in the Bronx at 6.30 p.m. on a weeknight about to miss both of our shows. And Jesse Waters kept telling me in my dream, it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. I'm like, Jesse, we're not fine. I'm on tramadol and I don't have any hair or makeup and we're going to miss our shows. He's like, no, no, it's fine. Totally fine. And thank God it was one of those dreams where I woke up before 7 p.m. And I was like, ah, oh, goodness. So World Cup, yes. Technology, yes. Great surgeons, yes. Boredom, no. Not a fan. But now I will do the thing that you're supposed to do when you've had any sort of surgical procedure. You listen to what they tell you. You go to physical therapy. You don't overdo it because you will undo your gains. You wait patiently. You learn mindfulness. You count your blessings and be thankful for the things that you have. And hopefully this will give me a much greater appreciation for little things like Walking to the bathroom without crutches. Because I tell you, when you get up in the middle of the night and you forget that you need crutches and you start walking and then you have pain, then you go back and get the crutches, I will certainly be grateful for that. So they have told me I have my eye on a race in Italy in September. And that is my ultimate goal. I will be eating gluten-free pasta, and I will be drinking red wine. I will probably put red wine in my water bottle on the bike. I will be so excited to get to Italy to race. They told me I should be good to go by then, but I have to take it slow. I have to take it one step at a time, quite literally. You know, learn new exercises here and there. And just be thankful for this amazing bounty that hopefully all of us have access to. You have access to Google. If you need something done, find the best person you possibly can. If they tell you something you don't like, go see someone else until their plan fits your needs. You can do it. We can all do it. And we're going to party together. So hopefully I have saved you from surgery and boredom. Do not live a life of boredom. But if you have to sit on the couch and heal, then plan your surgery around a major sporting event that takes place over a matter of weeks. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. In these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.